We live in a changing world that is full of questions, and the answers must come from the unchanging truth of God's Word. Today, we look into Scripture with Scott Pauling to discover what the Bible says. Ask the Lord to speak to you and to give you truth to share with others. Is God perfect? If God is perfect, would everything that comes from God, comes out of God, be perfect? If that's the case, then would you say God's breath is perfect? Someone says, that's a strange line of questioning. Not at all. Because the Bible says that the Word of God literally was breathed out from God. In other words, it came directly from God's very nature. It came from God's heart to us. Here's the verse, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All Scripture, not some, not part, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now, we can't believe that the Word of God is profitable if we don't believe the Word of God is inspired. We use the word inspired fairly loosely today. Writers say, I had a moment of inspiration. Speakers say, I, I felt inspired to say something. But the word inspiration in 2 Timothy 3.16 is not some, uh, some passing surface emotion. No, the word inspiration there literally means God breathed. It was breathed out from the very nature of God. It came directly from God to man. So I ask again, is God perfect? Oh yes, God is perfect. If God is perfect, would everything that comes from God be perfect? Yes, everything that comes directly from God would be perfect, untainted by sin and, and the corruption. If everything that comes out of God is perfect, then would not the very God-breathed words of Scripture be perfect? You see, one of the great struggles that people have is, can the Word of God be trusted to be perfect in every way? Well, my question is this, does it come from a perfect God? We're going to talk more about how God preserved His Word uh, through the ages and God's promise to do that. But let me just say right up front that to question the authority and the accurateness of Scripture is to question the very nature of God. In fact, the Bible says that God has set His Word above His name. Do you understand God's name is on the line? Is God powerful enough to preserve His Word? Is God wise enough to give His Word perfectly the first time? All of this goes to our theology, to what we believe about God. So I read again, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Aren't you glad it's been given? That God spoke through the Bible writers so that when they wrote, it was without error, without omission, and without exaggeration. We might say it this way, it was the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And that doesn't mean that God made men robots. He never does that. He allows men to work with Him. What a privilege to be laborers together with God. And such was the case for these Bible writers. Uh, the truth was, was conveyed uh, in such a way that it employed those men. For example, the human penman's personal experience comes out. There's no doubt. Uh, they're giving first-hand accounts many times. Uh, you can see Peter's personality shine through. You can hear Paul's educational background come through. Uh, they're historical accounts. Uh, read the Gospel according to Luke, and it's very obvious that a medical doctor, a physician, someone with knowledge of, 
of the human body and of those, those types of things is writing a very detailed account. So the information uh, is, is given directly from God through men and He employs and uses those men, their background, their style of writing. It's wonderful. And before Scripture was written down, uh, information, truth was passed along uh, verbally. Historical accounts, information handed down through parents, uh, words that were passed on from generation to generation. But aren't you glad God wrote it down for us? He wrote it down on the pages of Holy Scripture. So we're not, we're not resting on dreams and visions and, and experiences now. Somebody said, I wish we had the truth in black and white. You do have the truth in black and white. God gave us the truth in His Holy Word. It is literally the voice of God to us. Let me give you some examples. Acts chapter 28 and verse number 25 is a beautiful expression. The Bible says, And when they agreed not among themselves, they departed after that Paul had spoken one word. Here's what he said. Well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers. Who does he say is speaking? The Holy Spirit was speaking. He was speaking through Isaiah. But Isaiah was simply the mouthpiece, if you will. But the word was the very word of God. How about this? 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 11 says, Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Who was speaking through these prophets? The Spirit of Christ which was in them. Peter would use a similar expression in his second letter. Second Peter chapter 1, verse number 21, we read this, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So was it the man speaking or was it God speaking? It was God speaking through the man. Truth was always, no matter what the means was, truth was always given by inspiration of God. Uh, that inspiration extends to the very words, not just the general ideas. God didn't just give us the big idea. He inspired the very words that were given. We believe that He inspired every word, not just some of them. Uh, the only thing in your Bible that's not inspired are the chapter and verse divisions. Uh, chapter divisions were inserted by a man named Stephen Langston, uh, who died in about 1228, and the verse divisions were added in 1551. Now let me just pause and say I appreciate chapter and verse divisions because they aid in our study. But uh, those divisions were not given by inspiration. What was given by inspiration of God was the very words in the Word of God. There's so many proofs uh, to the inspiration of Scripture. There are internal proofs. For example, think of the unity of the Bible. A book written over 1,600 years by 40 different human penmen in different languages on three continents covering 1,600 miles and yet perfect unity. No contradiction. You read its internal claims. Uh, repeatedly phrases like, Thus saith the Lord, God said, The word of the Lord came. Those kind of uh, statements appear more than 2,000 times in the Bible. The Word claims to be holy. It claims to be the oracles of God. Think of how truthful and transparent the Scripture is. There's not another book on earth where the author would speak so plainly about the great failings of men that a man, a human penman, would write down his own sins. They're given by inspiration of God. It's more than the words of men. And there are not only internal proofs, there are external proofs. It's powerful. No other book has literally transformed the lives of people. Somebody said that where the Bible was best known, civilization has risen to its highest levels. 
It's first in printing, the first book ever printed. It's first in literature. No book has ever been translated into so many languages. It's first in history, first in theology, first in prophecy, first in biography, first in law. Why is that? Because it is the very word of the living God. Did you know that the average life of a bestseller is about five years? That's all. And that 75% of all books go to the scrap heap within 90 days. Yet the Bible is still the best-selling book of all time. Why is that? Because truth is timeless. It is the eternal truth of the living God. It was Carlyle who said, No lie can live forever. Well, friend, the Word of God is forever settled in heaven. It is indeed the Word of the living God. God's still alive and so is His Word. And I want to challenge you today to spend some time just meditating in the Word of God. And realize this is not simply the word of David or Paul or Moses. This is the word of the living God. Ask the God of the word, the author who lives inside of you, to use his book to speak to you today. It is our prayer that your faith will be strengthened as we study God's word and that you will share his truth with others. If you're being blessed by listening to Enjoying the Journey and would like to have a part in this ministry, you may make a tax-deductible gift at scottpauley.org. Thank you for your support and continued prayers. May God bless you richly today.